We're literally debating that it's bad that people get to say what they think. Can you imagine? I'm reading Psalm 144 and it says, He trains my hands for war. We are on the brink of total destruction of America as we know it. Let your rebel flag fly. Welcome into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm your host, Scott Beeson. The Ladies of Liberty are here today. We also have a special guest coming up in a few moments, but it is a Wednesday, the third day of January in the year of our Lord, 2024. Not 23. 2024. <laughs> and uh, we hope you've had a good morning. We hope the last 21 hours since you last visited with Sky and myself. And we're just glad that the ladies can get here when they can. Scott, what? that's enough from you. <laughs> we have been here holding the fort down, holding civilization together. That's what men do. Yeah, yeah. It is, actually. While women Showing who you. demand everything just flit around the country. We just like options. I want to go in today. Sounds fun. I want to work and run the world, but not tomorrow. <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Why? We had Am things to do. Yeah, you're meddling. <laughs> You're meddling, like, right now. We found all kinds of stories, by the way. I found one that has said, and y'all tell me if you think it's right, and then we might explore it later, but that uh, girls, little girls are more intelligent than little boys. I wholeheartedly agree. You think it's true, scientifically proven? I think that it's proven that girls take three times before they learn from their mistakes, and it takes mm -hmm. boys, I think, like, 11 times. 98 mm -hmm. times. Isn't that? Mm -hmm. I'll look it up. I can see in your eyeballs you don't trust me. Define no, intelligence. Like what, yeah, what, what does that mean? It was the whole, I'm, it's the whole matrix of three-dimensional thought to the whole IQ test, the, uh, everything across the board, like 32 of 33 studies document that little girls are more intelligent than little boys. I've got but there's going to be more to the story, so you have to wait. I, his mic's That'll be on. later. I know. There's, no, it is on. It is on. Yeah, it is on. I don't hear. I can't oh, it's hear because me. you're still set as a radio as a um, a radiator uh, guitar. Now you might be able to talk. Can I you talk? Not a guitar. Now, now <laughs> you may be able to talk. So we just want to check with that. But our special guest is going to be in the show soon. Is Brian Dawson? I, I just butt in. <laughs> he couldn't. Oh. He couldn't take it any longer. <laughs> just drool, it, 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 yeah, I just spit an almond across the table. <laughs> Sorry. So Allison's drooling. <laughs> In the studio. She's so happy I, you're here. I don't here. know how to do this. I've been gone so long. Yeah. No. And I was just telling the crew here, you guys are like, uh, I'm drawn to the studio like a moth to the flame. You guys are my antidepressant. You guys are fun. And so I, I, anytime I get to come insert myself into the radio show, whether you want me or not, here I am. You show up. Yeah. No, we wow. no it is But fun. I, I, have, I have five girls. Mm -hmm. And I have two boys. Uh, okay, so I can speak insight. into this experiment go. a little bit. Mm -hmm. My girls, and again, it's the same thing that goes into with with public school and why girls do better in public school and boys don't. So my son, if I didn't, if if he like, so we do catechisms, which is like memorizing or scripture verses or anything, and he is a whiz. I mean, I'm talking just unbelievably gifted, very, very, very good at, at those things. But otherwise, I'd wonder if he he was retarded, right? <laughs> Are you allowed but to say that word? Say that? Yeah, well, I just, I just did. Want, he wants people to understand what he means. Yes. And slow, so, slow class. He may yeah, need to be in slow bus, class. Right? Okay. And, and, what I, and what I actually mean by that is that he's, he doesn't display it, but he's a boy, and so he does things. He's rambunctious, and it's constantly, Charles, what are you doing? Why did you do that? 
Charles, what are you doing? Why did you do that? Yes. Is Charles, Sp Spider-Man. Spider-Man, yeah, Spider-Boy. Spider yes. Did right? he ever take off the coat? He did for about three or four days. Yes. He wore the Spider-Man suit. So the point being, though, is that, that, that boys' behavior, you know, social, maybe you call it social IQ or intelligence or whatever. Yes. Um, but he can also, like, take things apart and put them back together again. He can build... You know, Lego forts and castles, and he can bit like he. So his intelligence comes out differently. Mm -hmm. But if sitting nicely in a classroom and taking notes and taking tests is intelligence, well, then of course the girls are going to do better. And so, you know, boys have that testosterone running through them, and they destroy things, and you know, take risks and do all this other stuff that would make them look quote unquote less intelligent. Right. Mm -hmm. That was maybe what I should have went with rather than retarded. Mm -hmm. <laughs> No, I, I think that, Maybe. And, and I, that I, I don't think schools are set up for boys. I think it is terrible. Church is hard for boys. But I do think we learn differently. Oh, there's no doubt. Um, because I'm like you. I When I had girls, I it, I judged boy moms. Yeah. Because the boys wouldn't behave. Well, they just touched everything. Like, what are you? Why are you touching that? Why are you why leaping you to still? touch the why top of the door the frame? And, right. Like, why did you throw that at your sister's head? Right. But before that, and I would tell my girls, "Could you please just sit here, do your homework, or I'm in the kitchen working, and mm -hmm. whatever." And then boys come along, and I'm like, "Oh, I need to go apologize." However, when it comes to taking things apart, exactly. Yeah. I mean, give them an engine, give them a carburetor, whatever. Mm -hmm. They're going to figure it out immediately. So that's an interesting study. But emotional intelligence, hmm. Don't you think it's kind of selective, too? Like, I'm thinking back to my kids. Connor could, like, he was into the Red Sox. Y'all remember Johnny Damon? He was obsessed with Johnny Damon for okay. the longest time. Could remember every single baseball stat. Everything. But for couldn't everything, do his spelling words. But couldn't. Actually, he's a great speller. Right. But, like, like the academic part. Or mm -hmm. then he, he got he, into NASCAR. Also. Say that again. Did he drool also. <laughs> he, did. he spit. Yeah, he's like, I just, I don't know, that almond, it almost landed on your forehead, but it hit my water bottle instead. But, you know, I just think it's kind of selective with boys until once they find something they're really interested in, then they can really focus. Or that's at least what I found. No, yeah. I agree with that. Girls tend to be like, I want to be perfect and do it all, so I'll learn it all. Well, and, and I think, so, like, if there's not a goal, if there's not something that's put before them, like, the natural behavior of girls is going to be, like, nurturing. They want to pick up a baby, a baby doll. They want to look pretty. That, those are all soft things. Like, boys, like, if they don't have anything to do, it's like, I'm going to destroy something. Yep. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm either going to build something or I'm going to tear something down. These are the only two things that I'm predisposed to. Which yep. is the way it should be. Yeah. So we no, got and, 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 and when people say there's no difference between boys and girls, and then you have a bunch of boys and girls, and you watch them. It's unbelievable. It's, it's unbelievably different. Even and, when they're doing the same things yeah. similarly, it's still different. Yeah. Even if the little girl is playing baseball <laughs> or whatever. It is, it, is, it is still different. <laughs> yeah. Heads There's no doubt about it. So many heads. So, so many open doors, punch in the face, walk away, or like yeah. pap in the head, you know. So what I was yeah. going for was for the ladies to say, absolutely, they completely believe that little girls are smarter. I think it's different. I mean, I think we learn differently, but I don't know. Smarter. This is a, uh, a, a substack thing written by Rich and Richard Hananiah based on a study done by a guy named Lynn who actually has passed away. Um, he looked at 30-something intelligence studies across the world. And he also looked at all the historical data that said everybody is the same. Men and women are the same. Men and women are the same. Men and women are the same. This guy says he doesn't know why they said that. Girls are smarter up to four years old. 
the sexes become equal between 6 and 15. Then around 16, boys begin to pull away for a four to five point advantage overall. Yeah. Hmm. I could see that. And I think it grows, it's a de- actually. It's a, de- like it's it's a development when you're 16, but then, like, by the time you're, like, 39 like me, you're, like, 50 points ahead of women. Am I right, Scott? <laughs> We're just lucky you let us in this room. Oh, I know. And well, you well, haven't well, asked you us to make sandwiches. You're throwing an entire yeah, almond she's drooling. You got, I mean, it's it, basically it wasn't sling a drool. blade here. I mean, it wasn't a drool. It was just a, a shot of a little piece of almond. Quick, let me go do some dishes so I feel more comfortable. <laughs> In French fried is that all these all these tests, all these things are based on, you know, things like puzzles and matrixes and, and all this kind of stuff. And and it doesn't really mean advantage or whatever. It really is based on <laughs> mathematical and mathematical constructs. Just science. What? I mean it's, science. it's it's that part. Which is what people are led to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's people who gravitate to those things. I just figured that the ladies would go with the absolutely, the girls are smarter, and then I would come, that was the rope would open, and I would yeah. come back with and the And I left. screwed it up, I feel like. You kind of got it. Well, you did, but it's fine. You know, it's fine. <laughs> We're just all how, happy to be back when together. When you're as smart as I am, you know, sometimes you're socially awkward and you interrupt things. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have to set up, but you wrote, you came right in there and said, "No, we're all the same. We're the same." I was like, "Were y'all in the took the like punch the, line away. we called it tag, the talented and gifted group?" That, that's because you're young. Talented. It used to be gifted, and then yeah. they decided that wasn't meeting the DEI standards, and so they added talented, oh. which was a obscure, no way to really mark. And we just said, "Hey, so and so looks, so and so looks talented. Put them in the." Uh, Put them in the exception. I never class. made the groups. Did you not? No, I, I didn't. I didn't I either. Did. I did better in... You did or you didn't? I, so I was the kid that was always in trouble, and then they realized when they gave me a standardized test and I scored, like, way off the charts. Right. So, like, you actually need to be in a different school. And then my dad was like, he can't play sports if he's in that smart school. Right. And so I... Didn't, oh. and, and then you were born. I went to prison. You did the Einstein no. and did the prison thing. Yeah. Excellent. Did, did you lead the classes in prison? I actually did. Yeah. Well, I knew you were going to say Some that Some of the again. hit pieces that were written about me, of the 17 hit pieces that have been written about me, one of the things, that, like the only thing that he got right, like everything else was complete fabrication. He was like, and he had a 4.0 GPA in his college classes in prison. It's like, <laughs> well, thanks for throwing that into my slanderous, you know, libel hit piece. That's... It's well, a weird thing to say. Let me ask you this. Did you do better in college? Yeah, see, I always, and like, like, do you know how many times my daughter took the test to get into the town? I don't know what they call it now, but anyway. They're still talented and gifted, Emmy did the same thing. Mm-hmm. And she never got in. But then, like, I graduated college in engineering with a 3.9. So mm-hmm. I, I am just going to claim that I just don't have that kind of brain. I have a different kind of brain. Kind of like, you have a work about? ethic brain, and, and it takes everybody is the thing. Oh, and, that's a good, yeah. And because my daughter will do, she will check all the boxes. She's going to do all the work. Um, my oldest son, who is unbelievably smart, like off the chart smart, he's like, okay, okay if I study 30 minutes, I'll pass. And that's that's yeah. that's uh, all that yeah. all well, that he cares about doing because it just bores him to death. Mm-hmm. And he still makes a hundred. And he still well, yeah. In college, he's I'm, still I'm mostly passed for until that last class. D equals diploma, and I didn't even get that. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah. C's get degrees. That's right. Were you better in college? I was much better in college because yeah. I was interested. I feel like yeah. the guy. I feel like mm-hmm. I don't see the point of this right now, which is really dumb. Mm-hmm. Like. 
I don't know why. And then I got to college, and I'm like, I love school. Yeah, and really? then when I homeschooled the kids, I was like, I love math. I want to be like, Dad, I love math. But I, I married that person that didn't study. And the first time he really had to study was when he got to some of his college classes, but in medical school medical. where they say bees are the ones that you want to see as a physician because yeah. they have good bedside. And so he just, he's like, I'm normal. not a gunner. I'm just trying to like get yeah. out to get a practice. But I think we learn differently. And I read, because when you're homeschool, you have to figure out how your kids learn, that there's mm -hmm. like five different learning styles. If we could just say, hey, you may not fit this, but you fit that, mm -hmm. gosh, you'd feel so much better. Because yeah. I felt stupid coming through school. I passed. I did okay, mm -hmm. but I felt dumb because I didn't fit in that box. Mm -hmm. Correct. And I wish that we would we would change that about yeah. the way we educate. The worst thing I ever had in school was when they want to make you memorize things. Yeah. Where it's got to be exactly, did you memorize this poem? Did you memorize this? Did you, yeah. you need to know these rules? Like chemistry got me, organic chemistry. Um, these are the rules, and there'll be three rules. But there's five exceptions. Yeah. I'm like, if there's five exceptions, those three are not rules. Yes. It's those kinds of things yeah. that just drive me crazy. Mm -hmm. Explain to me why these are rules. And and it's this always is helping me understand just Scott. Learn that. Is this helping you guys understand, Scott? We understand, yes. Scott. Yeah. I had many of those discussions uh, with my father who tried to teach me math in high school. He was like, no, you just need to memorize it. I'm like, I don't mm, understand it. Mm. I need you to give me the point A, point mm. B, and point C. That's not how it works. I'm like, but it needs to. I need to understand I need to how you get there. Wrap brain around it, yeah. Which helps in coaching and helps. I, I'm fairly good at teaching because I, I'm able to say, okay, why do I, why do I stack this one on top of this one and this one? And the kids are usually like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. <laughs> why didn't the, Why didn't the last person tell me that? <laughs> yeah. So it may be that I think like a seven year old. It's okay. It's possible. You're so smart. You really no. are. Scott, you two boys, no. you almost went to really medical not. school and you had the option of law school, did you not? I did. But look at you geniuses. Come on. And Sky, he's the same one. Number one in he's his class He's going to tell us he like a 4.4. Yeah. Four. I don't know what I do and he went to prison. <laughs> it was a really tough competition in there. Yeah. <laughs> but we're going to go make sandwiches. I would have gone to prison. But Someone's got to make the sandwiches. <laughs> and it ain't going to be me. <laughs> we got to take a break. We'll be back. Welcome into the program, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. Don't forget, we are powered by 1819news.com. Go check out 1819news.com if you want unfiltered, unbiased, nonprofit journalism that lets you know what's going on in the state of Alabama. It's not, you know, so many of those online news sites are, are boring. They're, they're not really full service, but 1819news.com has sports, has news, has commentary that Amy Beth Shaver does some of the best work on when it comes to commentary. And uh, so go you, consider supporting them. Join the team. Join the fight. Go to the upper right-hand corner of the website. Become a member today and support the work they do over at 1819news.com. Sky, yes. did, you get the, uh, did you get the little uh, message I sent you yes. last night? Yes, and I still disagree. Um, uh, uh, are y'all like besties now? Yeah, we yeah, talked. Yeah. We're we talked football. Y'all yeah. are you're texting with Sky, we and you don't even text me back the next day. And, and uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's great. No, I see uh, y'all got grays and blacks on today. Mm -hmm. Sky sent me. Uh, Scott, excuse me, sent me. Um, Coach Saban explaining that yes, he called the dumb play uh, on Bama's right. last possession for the goal. Still disagree. Saban's falling on the sword. He's taking the blame. The I center. Agree. The center had the yips. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, you the, saw that. You saw that message as well. I this is a run pa pass I option. I but there was still. I, I there were, you still could have run it. I said it didn't even that, look. Milro panicked. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Play, I'll give you the panic. I part. ran yes. this back two dozen times. I'm telling you. Okay. The play was an RPO to the left side. We had the tight end out there. He was going to break open. We had a running back 
uh, out to block in case Milrow decided to take mm-hmm. it himself. And all it, that would have worked. It was Well, it looked like it was certainly going to work because they had a corner blitz coming that mm-hmm. fell right into it, overrunning the play. Right. Um, and then the, clearly the center has the yips. You'll give me that, right? Oh, there's no doubt for the okay. whole all right. half well, he, at he least. Botched another, he's had it all year. Right. Um, it's, it's a psychological issue. But um, Snap was botched. Miro picked it up and panicked. And Saban is uh, following the, the Robert E. Lee, Bear Bryant philosophy of, uh, yeah. I'm taking the hit. Yeah. yeah. I was surprised, I I was surprised how many people were willing to give, I mean, yeah, panic did ensue. There was a poor snap, and then panic ensued. So there's some blame to go around all around. But it's funny to me how people are willing to say, well, it's the center. But it wasn't just the center. No. And it also shouldn't come down. It's, it's kind of like when a field goal kicker misses the last second field goal. Sure. And you're like, you know, it's really not his bad. Well, yes, it is his bad. No, we played 59 other minutes. Yeah. And we played so poorly right. that we didn't get the last play. If we had gotten sure. a play before that, sure. a play before that, a play before that, we wouldn't have been sure. in that situation. Right. And therefore, just, it's it's a total team effort. Just to cinch my point, though, mm-hmm. we had, what, two timeouts going up to that, that final play? Yes. Do you really think... That Bama came up with, okay, this is the best. No, we've no, got. no, no. I don't. We're no, gonna, I don't we're believe. We're going to snap the ball no. to the quarterback four or five yards deep in the backfield, and mm-hmm. he's going to take it straight up the gut where we've had with absolutely no success all game. <laughs> no, that's I don't believe that was the call. I don't either. That's right. No way. That's right. Saban's taking so, a hit, man. That's all. Right. Anyway, all right. How did the Auburn people take it, Allison? <laughs> Very well. Uh-oh. I don't know. We decided to go to because you know we've been in. We were in Park City last week, mm-hmm. and we decided to go to uh, Utah Jazz Mavericks game instead. So instead we, of the Iron Bowl? I mean, not the well, Iron Bowl, but half of, us, of the playoff half game? Half of us stayed and watched the game, and half of us went... To the basketball to game? To the basketball game. And so we were listening to it, driving over to Salt Lake City, and it was a little shocking. Um, I wasn't happy. I'll say that. Like you I thought Bama would just kind of push them around I was cheering for Bama, yeah. Whoa. I thought so, too. Yeah, I was. I mean, I'm not... A, well, I'm, I'm a transplant also. I've been here for nine I, years. I thought and you were so, going to say something else. Yeah, that too. Well, I'm a tranny <clears throat> also. I'm a tranny. <laughs> I'm a tranny. Breaking news. Hang on. Breaking news. <laughs> Kyle Whitmire listening. Um, no, but I mean, I moved here nine years ago, and they basically put a gun to your head, and they're like, you yeah. got to pick Which one, one did you pick? Oh, Which, true. And so I pick Alabama, because okay. Forrest Gump was my favorite movie, right? <laughs> All right. One of my favorite movies. <clears throat> so I picked it's Forrest Gump. It's a great reason. It didn't, it, well, I mean, as good as any other, and the 500 million championships didn't hurt either. Am I right, right. Scott? No, you're right. Um, and so I pick Alabama, but I also like Auburn. Like, I, I you know, and, and everyone looks at me like I'm crazy. So I'm wondering if maybe since you you're You want your kids to go to Bama? I don't want my kids to go to any of these universities. Mm-hmm. Well, they will mess them Good up. Question. They will make them crazy. Yeah. Spray rushes. Have zero Giant waste. This goes back to the renaissance of learning we were talking about. That's mm-hmm. uh, a hijack the show here. But like before go the ahead. break, we were talking about homeschooling and then le- like the love of learning happening in adults. And like mm-hmm. it's not there when you're in school for whatever reason. Some people it is, but like then, you know, I was in prison when I kind of fell in love with learning again. But then now that my <laughs> kids are homeschooling, <laughs> That's what? not, by the way, that's not, that's not, the, that's not the road. Choices. I got you. That's okay. not the road. Don't, don't, but if it don't is, do what I've done. It's so in your college classes but, in prison. But it's that age. I was like 25, 26 when I really began to love learning again. And, and then I have children now. 
And so my son and I are reading. We read um, My Grandfather's Son by Clarence Thomas. We're reading biographies together. Then we did White Horse King, which is the story of King Alfred. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Oh, I can't wait. You put that down. Now we're I'm doing Stonewall Jackson. And then after Stonewall Jackson, we're going to do Charlemagne. And mm-hmm. so it's just this love of learning that's there. And again, with homeschooling, you should see my wife. Now, my wife was straight A's, college degree, right. da, 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 all that stuff. But she didn't ever really like learn deeply and like enjoy. Yep. It was like doing the, you know. Doing the, yeah, the rigmarole, exactly. Now, I mean, she's fired up. She's reading books. I mean, it's just crazy. So it's, it's like a whole family learning sphere that's going on. And mm-hmm. so, and I think you can get the same education that you're going to get at a university minus the trannies at mm-hmm. home. On YouTube. Or your child texting you from class going, Mom, you won't believe. I just what re- they're telling I just them. recorded yeah. this. I needed you to hear it. And yeah. get mm-hmm. sent text from supposedly great schools. Yeah. Like really? Really? So Yeah. Yeah, I have really rethought what I thought about what I, what we what think about. If you even think back to to um, K through twelve, so many of the books that you had to read had you read, especially boys. They're just terrible. Yeah, they're just awful. And and, I'm, and maybe some of it is because many of the K through twelve teachers are women. Yeah, and so they're kind of picking books that they think would benefit, or maybe or maybe their their daughters were interested in. But the the stories of you wait, know, like gr- what great are you talking leaders. About? Well, the books he's just talking well, about, yeah. Charlemagne, Heroes. but Stonewall Jackson. It was. We would have been reading about uh, you know some girl and she's an illegal yeah, alien and how is she going to? Oh, gonna, oh yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jane Austen or yeah. something in your life for the love of God. But I don't think it was the women <laughs> teachers that did that. I think there was forever there was the Western canon, and that was just mm-hmm. what everyone read and everyone understood: fiction and nonfiction, mm-hmm. biographies, studies, the the Aeneid the Odyssey, Lord of the Rings, C.S. Lewis, like these were things that you had to read. Right. And then when that broke, then it was just a, a whatever, right? Yeah. And yeah. you ended up where... Yeah. yeah. And whoever won the award, at the whatever, the Peabody Award, the Gold Seal yeah. Award last year at the Looney Tunes get-together convention, that's what you read. We got to take a break. We'll be back. Welcome back in, everybody. Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. Amy Beth Shavers here. Allison Sinclair has flown back into town and has decided to spend some time with us. And Brian Dawson is visiting as well. Sky is with us, making sure we don't get over in the ditches. And I'm sure all the gentlemen, Big Dave, Jeeves, Petroff, and all of them are making sure that we come through crystal clear in central Alabama. So Brian Dawson has been with us for 40 minutes, and I wanted to, his purpose here was to get to his outstanding article. I haven't did read you it make up the? Did you make up the headline? <laughs> I did. I got a little bit of help from Dr. Tankersley, actually. That was really good. But it, uh, I, I said, don't disturb, I said, don't feed the alligators and other bizarre warnings. Yeah. I was talking to Tankersley, he's like, you should totally put molest. And I was like... I'm doing it. Brian Do Dawson. It. <laughs> Who molests alligators, though? But, so it's it's a legal definition of molest is to disturb, like persistently disturb against someone's will. Oh. And then obviously the connotations now because a child molester is it's got a sexual connotation to it. But the actual definition means to disturb. So nobody is molesting alligators because no. that would be difficult. Well, I mean, they are, but not like that. Right. Okay. But it's painting a picture of where the story comes from, right? Like it, it, it does what it does. Well, explain the story to me because I didn't read it. So tell me. <laughs> so just tell you the story. Tell me the yes. story. Explain it or tell you because if you didn't read it, I don't need to explain no, it. No, just go ahead and tell us. Okay. Well, the whole act thing. Like like I don't read. know so what's going on. So here it is. I will. May not have read I'm it. thinking you're molesting alligators. Well, okay? no. I mean that's personal experience. You don't, you don't do that. <laughs> they get they get really cranky. You know. 
especially the big ones. Anyway, no, so um, let's see. Last week, uh, uh, no, it was Saturday, Craig wrote a story that the Alabama Education Association, the glorious teachers union that is for the teachers of Alabama, uh, put out in their publication, I forget the name of the publication, but they put out a little you know news thing every month going into the holidays, and it, and it said, uh, it was kind of a warning to teachers that I boiled down, distilled it down to don't drink and drive, don't smoke the reefer, and don't have sex with your students, <laughs> okay? And so I thought to myself... What? That was the why message? Would, yes. Why would you, why would you, why would you feel the, necess- like, why do you feel it necessary to warn you know, and of course, the drinking and the driving and the drugs are bad, but at the end of the day, it was really the don't have sex with your students that really just went, brrr, you know, like in my ears, like, oh my gosh, I can't believe someone had to sit down and write this. And so what immediately came to mind was when I went to Florida, for the first time, I saw alligator signs everywhere that said, mm-hmm. do not feed or disturb the alligators. And I thought to myself, surely several people have become alligator food. It's such a chronic problem that they had to put up signs. But here's the deal. Those signs don't stop people that mess with alligators from messing with alligators. Because people that mess with alligators are not predisposed to reading signs and obeying them, okay? And and so why this applies is that, but but what the signs do do, don't do it, Allison. Do-do, do-do, do-do. Hey, right here for you. Happy butt, happy gut. There it is. So what the, what the signs do accomplish is letting everyone know that there's inappropriate relationships going on between people and alligators, right? Like that is evidence. Oh, that's so, deep. So you see that. Mm. But then what you see when, when you see the AEA article go out, it, any teacher that, that is going to hit the roads drunk, smoke pot, or have sex with their students isn't going to be like, well, thank you, AEA, for this newspaper article. I, I'm gonna and in the words he used was don't slide into your students' DMs over the holidays. Straight for real. up for yes. real. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's what was written <laughs> and, and and that got the Chris Shaver dropped the news. Yes, yes. And so don't slide into your students' DMs over the holidays. Just okay? wait till after also, Christmas. Yeah, well, inappropriate language. But the point. So that's what I was just like. Oh my gosh, dude. And but it's the same thing. This sign is not going to stop anyone from doing it. All it's doing is telling us that this is going on. Right. Mm. Right? Just like no one's going to stop feeding and messing with alligators because of the signs, no one's going to stop smoking weed, drinking and driving and having sex with students because of the sign. But what it does is it tells us. But then he goes on in the article to actually say this is a chronic problem. Oh. This is a chronic problem. And I'm like... Who who has it worse? The the who's who's more angered by this article that was written by the AEA by Theron Stokes, which I'm going to circle back to that of the AEA. Are you are you more angry as a teacher, or you excuse me as a parent or as a teacher? Because if I'm sending, I couldn't imagine sending my children to to public schools and then seeing this written that 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 the people that I'm entrusting the most precious thing to me, I'm entrusting them to these people who have to be warned not to have sex with them that is my kid or smoke pot or drink and drive like this was a once sacred profession okay and so to me i think who who would be almost as angry if not more angry than the parents is the teachers who've been doing this for 30 years that are god-fearing christian amazing public school teachers that we know are out there in alabama that actually do exist and they're like has my profession devolved into this and the answer is yes. And so that was um, 
That was the thrust of my article uh, titled, Do Not Molest the Alligators and Other Bizarre Warnings. I said that, that was the most bizarre warning I've seen, even more bizarre than the don't hold the wrong end of the chainsaw that I find on my trusty gas-powered steel tree chopper. So, but, full circle though, to make this even more crazy, I'm at Costco in Montgomery yesterday. And I go into the vitamin aisle, and there's Theron Stokes, the guy who wrote the AEA article. And we're there in the vitamin aisle together. Just the two of them? And it is like a, it is like a, a slapstick humor thing. I'm wearing my 1819 hat, and he's wearing his AEA hat. Stop. And we're just in the vitamin aisle together, and I'm like... I don't think he, I don't know whether he was like, he didn't notice. Like, I for sure knew who he was, right? And saw him. There's no way he didn't. I've got a big red beard and a giant Alabama hat on my hat with 1819 news emblazoned on it. He probably knew, maybe he didn't. He didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. But what are the odds? Oh, man. <laughs> what are the odds? Wow. What are the odds? Oh, the possibility. Oh. That, that might have but been. I'm still stuck on the fact that we have to have signs that say, don't mess with the alligators. Yeah. Not, not based on whether or not somebody has and then somebody put up a sign that, yeah. the, that the first person thought, yeah, this will probably work out well. Yeah. It'll go well if I play with the uh, with the alligators. What's wrong? Something's Nothing. weird. The, no, it's okay. Yeah. Did you turn this off? No, I have to turn it down because Brian's so loud that it, it's true. he picks uh, up this equally been a problem my whole in life. All, the, all the microphones. So, so. like telling mm. secrets in a public place and then everyone's <laughs> like looking and I'm like, oh, I think they Well, let's me. just revisit before, like, like the AEA is the the Alabama Education Association that of teaches the National, Union. which oh yeah, they are the sub subsidiary or the affiliate of the National Education Association, which is a Christ-hating Marxist organization that we covered last week. We love it mm -hmm. so much; yeah. it's okay. great. Yeah, so that that's the thing is that their leader is a self-proclaimed le Lexus <laughs> yes, <laughs> lesbian it's... Marxist. Lex, and yeah, or Alexis, Larxist. I kind of like that. Larks, larks, lesbian. Anyway, that, so this is not surprising when that's your leadership <clears throat> who's leading your teachers, and the crap that these colleges are just churning out. You look at what happened with Harvard and Claudine Gay; those Gay. are the people <laughs> that are educating our teachers. And it does. It's this weird moment of where you have old school really good, solid teachers that just love the kids, that just want to teach. Yeah. They're not trying to... Slide into their Indoctrinate. DMs. Right, indoctrinate. <laughs> and then you've got these younger... I know, Allison, we're going to have to hold it together <laughs> in solidarity as women. Look... We do. I'm we know those teachers. This almond oh, into your forehead. Uh, yes. I, what did I say? Well, Scott and I'll tell you at the break. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so... Oh. I just think it's a weird moment in public education, and honestly, I don't know if it recovers. I think that... <laughs> well, look, there are th we, we now know there are three ironclad cardinal rules in education. With five exceptions. <laughs> <laughs> with some exceptions. That was good, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Don't drink and drive. And okay. drive. Okay. Don't smoke the weed. The devil's lettuce. It's... <laughs> Don't Leave your kids alone. God, can't don't have to your kids. <laughs> we got to take a break. Well, at least we all know now. We'll be back. Welcome back into the program, everybody. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. I'm Scott Beeson. The Ladies of Liberty are all here. Brian Dawson had to go do something else. So now we get to catch up a little bit. But we do have Charles I of Jewany on the program. But I want to find out where 
where you have been, Allison, after we talked to Charles, what happened, what went on, and uh, just get a little catch-up. I did miss you After y'all. the holidays. I really did. did. You? We're glad you're I back. Did. I'm glad you're back. Yeah, everybody was like, oh, I got to go back to school. Oh, I got to go back to work. And I was like, oh, I get to go back I to work. I get to go back to work. Yeah. Very good. It's fun. Sky, Why do you keep even looking missed at me? you. There you go. Right. You, think I don't, you think I don't think that? No, I was thinking. I, liked, I like the attitude. I, I was thinking you had something to go. I yes. get to go. That's what it, we do. It we really just does not feel like a job. Let's this is go fun. to Charles the First of Duany. Charles the First, how are you, buddy? Welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Well, thanks for having me on. Hey, Scott. Hey, Amy Beth. Hey, Allison. Good morning. Um, hey, how are you? Good morning. I'm good. I wanted to, um, on the, you're on the subject of education, and I thought you'd find this really interesting, especially if we were to have a price act type thing that the governor brings in this year. Um it's the uh, class differences in parenting, and it's by anthropologist Andre Kuzarov of St. Michael College. And it talks about parenting in poor neighborhoods, working class neighborhoods, and wealthy neighborhoods. And the speech of the parents in the poor neighborhoods is stand your ground, keep your pride, don't let others get under your skin. Uh, parenting is authoritarian, toughening the goal, and, and they tease their kids more than the others. In the uh, parenting in the, uh, this reminds me of Scott, parenting in the uh, middle class is speech about hopes for their kids, contain images of movement, progress, and athletics, getting ahead, testing the waters, going for the goal. With hard work and impetus of generations of expectations, your child might pioneer landfall in the middle class. Then the wealthy, the parents... uh, talk to their children about flowering, blooming, growing, blossoming. They are authoritative and permissive. And instead of saying, clean up the mess, they would they would individuate and justify their request by saying, Caitlin, Zach, Dakota, could you clean up things a bit? Malala is coming for dinner. And, <laughs> and, and, but, yeah, and if you look at that, you can look at what a different class you know, poor middle class or, re- or wealthy might pick to do with their money for the price act or what teaching, what might happen with it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. The differences of what someone might choose. But I got to thinking about something and kind of pondered on it. It's not really good sometimes when I do, but with, with initiating this, uh, lead to there being more poor persons in some schools that don't take advantage of it at all, would that be a form of reinstating segregation? No. Unless someone says that, unless someone is willing to say that certain races of people are homogenous in their beliefs and their parenting style, and their total lack of concern for education. Because if if it's based purely on, hey, look, th- this, this family doesn't care about education, they happen to be white, this family doesn't care about education, they happen to be Asian, this family doesn't care about education, they happen to be Hispanic, this family doesn't care about education, they happen to be black, and they're all left in the school because they don't care to go somewhere else. They don't care to have better grades. Well, that means you have a white family, a Hispanic family, a black family, an Asian family. That's not 
There's no there's no segregation there because segregation and as a legal term in Alabama in America is based on race. But, but if now, you if, need that if one you say technically, people. yeah, if you segregate based on beliefs, well, hey, that's America. But but if the but if one certain set of people are more poor in your state than the rest of them. And, and yeah, but see, that falls in, Charles I to do any, that falls into that argument that um, races of people are poor or you blame things on poverty when we have countless numbers of people in our state and across the country that grew up without indoor plumbing, their families had no money, and they did very well in education, and they did very well in life. Where you start doesn't matter, especially when we're providing free education. We got to take a break. Alabama Unfiltered. Okay. Welcome back into the program, everybody. Man, victories. Oh, that's awesome. You know what? What'd you say? The patriarchy is yeah. holding you down? I think I'm going to leave. Let's take a vote. Why? All You're getting men. a chicken salad no matter what. I'm still going to leave. Are you leaving? Yeah, Why? I'm just going to go. Go where? Does Buffalo Wild Because my husband have... always goes, you pick what you want and that's what we'll get. <gasps> the smart thing oh. is, no, it's smarter if you say... Well, no, you just guess what you think I... You guess what I want. And then you say, Tzatziki's. And, and you go, that's and exactly go, what I was thinking. Yes. It, or it's or worse, that way. where do you want to go, honey? I, I don't It doesn't matter. Okay, we're going to Buffalo Wild Wings. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I really don't like that. Okay, well, let's go to Texas Roadhouse. Mm, uh, mm. See, if you start off with cupcakes, then yeah. everything's fine. Everything wins. Well, that was cupcakes. such a great um, little... <sighs> exercise in all of our personalities. Why? I don't know. So tell the story. Ashley so walks in because okay. we have a meeting today. So she's like, you know, we're going to get lunch. What would y'all like? Mm -hmm. Your two options are tzatziki's or buffalo wild wings. Yeah. Okay. So those were our only two options. So yeah. somebody <laughs> made the, the two the options, two to, options start with. to start with. Yeah, that was Brian. Which would be Brian. Correct. <laughs> so Allison isn't shy. If you're going to ask me, I'm going to tell you, I vote tzatziki's. Of course you do. Because that's what women are supposed to say. They got right. pasta. Yeah, pasta salad. I don't get pasta. I know, but I like they their have steak. it. But you just know High with five. a woman yes. card. I wanted that you steak. Can, you can't go that. You can't go with the steak. You probably wanted a, carnivore, a chicken so on a way. chicken Chris Shaver. I want buffalo wild wings. So of mm -hmm. course it's Allison versus Scott. Right. All right, abs. Abs, what do you want? <laughs> I'm going to get a grilled chicken I'll salad. I'll get a grilled chicken salad either place. Okay, not helpful. Well, so that's because she I'm knows sorry. she's going to win. She won both ways. Yeah, but... Yeah, but you I wanted her to now, exercise. No one hates her. <laughs> well, I guess you do now. I just thought she might stick with me. I was sticking with you. Then I'm sorry. Scott goes, I have a Buffalo Wild Brian goes, Buffalo Wild Wings. And I'm like, dang it, just like that, I'm out. It's my fault, and, and she, I'm sorry. She yelled down with the patriarchy. Sky. Yeah, that's a, um, that's with a the real sandwich thing. making. Yeah. Um, yes. Abs. That's and okay. Then pregnant and the abs who won says, I'm just going to leave. I'm like, yeah. you're the only person who won with no skin in the game, and she's upset about it. Yeah. I'm going to leave while I'm ahead. There you go. Why? Fine. I'll get a grilled chicken sandwich. What I want. What I do what I want. want. Yeah. I do I that. I try that too. But no, still, we've had still years in work. the car of. Yeah. Sweet abs. I do think that's the best idea, though, to do the whole. It's actually genius. Baby, you just guess what I want. And whatever she guesses, you're like, yes! Yeah. You are so good at that. Wait, so time out. Now that we've already decided. <laughs> Yay. Buffalo Wild Wings, which would you have chosen? 
I would have chosen Tzatziki's, of course. <laughs> I knew it. And then, but then there's a tiebreaker. Who wins? We would have, have to text Sky and let Sky be the tiebreaker, and then tell him Sky side with the women. Look at Sky. And then we would have gotten Tzatziki's. He is a he is a wild, just he's, guy. he's a wings man. He's just hey, hungry. but I like your just, fit today, Sky. I, I think great. since y'all can't agree, you get nothing, and that's it. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Yes, we're um, arguing over a free meal. We're going home and saving so. money. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we'll Turn this off. car around, drive it off That's the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> this will be good. All right, we're going to try. Let's go out to Urbanite. Let Urbanite weigh in. Urbanite, welcome to the program. Thank you for listening. Yeah, let's see what Urbanite chooses. So, so yeah, uh, uh, choose uh, Zaziki. Yes. Oh, That's don't it. be Thank you. Well, you can keep it, calling. It, it, it's that time of year, and you need to start cleaning your palate out, and you need <laughs> something uh, clean. true. And you know what? Day. And honestly, uh, and here's a here's a dating tip, guys. Although it could be dangerous, always get a girl that has brothers. Hmm. You got a really? girl so, when you have girls with brothers because they kind of learn the she, whole. She yeah, she she speaks guy. She understands guy. That's true. That's a really good point. I speak guy. Or a sorority chick. No, oh. why would you get a sorority chick? She might be a, a an only child. Because she won't bother you when you want to do stuff. Really? Because she she likes doing stuff with her girls, so you can just you can go your separate ways, and nobody's gonna cry about it. Oh. They're not. As, I don't know. Sorority chicks are as clean. You just have to be. You have to be there for the occasions they need you to be there for. Yeah. <laughs> you this know, is the the plus one stuff. You just have to be there for the plus one stuff. And other than that, she is off doing her own thing. But but if the sorority chick, can yeah. you trust her, though? Because, you know, they will keep it down home cuz and uh, go out. And, 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 their, and their buddies will be like, you know, I don't know why you're dating Urbanite. Because he just, uh, you could do so much better. I mean, you got to be careful with that. It's true. I thought this was a family show. It is a family show. <laughs> I just said that that's what the girls were telling the other girls. We're not going to inquire the psychology of a sorority girl if we're going to keep it a family show, right? Oh, uh, yeah. But women are responsible for most of the divorces now. Most of them have daddy statistically issues. statistically true. <laughs> then like we are most sorority sorry. girls have daddy issues. I'm oh. Okay, so I don't have brothers. Scott, I'm an only child. I was a sorority girl, and I totally have daddy issues. <laughs> Thanks, Urbanite. Isn't there a song about that? Urbanite just diagnosed <laughs> Allison. Well, the check's in the mail. I just wanted to see kids. Not so much. Hey, okay, next time, Sinclair. Thanks, uh, Urbanite. I know you have something deep and profound deep to say. It was, it was about the education thing because I, I remember, I'm single, but I remember running into a friend who had their kids at a Montessori school versus the friends who had their kids in a, a, a Becca program. You familiar okay. with those two programs? Yes, yes. You familiar with those programs, right? Oh yeah. I the know they exist, program. but I don't know the, I don't know the differences in the, the curriculum, but yeah, I, would just, I would describe Montessori as a free range kid yeah. and I would describe Rebecca as a as a control orderly child. Well disciplined. Okay. I grew up with Yeah. Um uh, and, and just notice the results. I mean I had I've had four year people with four year olds and and they read like Newsweek and crap. They don't understand everything, but they can phonetically read the stuff and go through it. And you know, and it's just funny how standards it, it, and wanting standards 
just become a bad thing. Man, we let it happen. I don't understand. Well, that. see, because How? wanting standards and having standards has a tendency to show whether you fail or not. And we're a no one can fail society. And therefore, the best way to, for no one to fail is not to actually have a victor. That's why we quit keeping score. That's, that's why we have participation trophies. That's why we graduate everyone, whether they actually show up to the school or not. If they can read. Yeah, we don't even care about any of that. Okay, okay. you're saying all this. <laughs> we reversed a lot of that. I mean, those are things that were true like five years ago. You don't think we reversed a lot of that? No, we, we, we didn't. Uh, if you remember, it was just a couple, well, uh, my, my, my uh, time scale is, is warped. But there was a big push just a few years ago to increase the graduation rates. So one of the th first things we did was um, decide that the graduation exam no longer applied. So we got rid of the graduation exam that just said, hey, you have to have this basic knowledge. And if you remember years before that, we decided that the first version of the graduation exam was too hard. So we, we revised that and said, well, you only have to have about a 40 on it to graduate. Then we decided only having a 40 was too hard, so we got rid of that to try to up the graduation rate. My question was, well, what does graduation mean if you don't know anything? Then they came back again and said, well, part of the problem is we're failing kids who don't show up to school. So now you can graduate and not have actually attended school. All the required days. So, so no, Urbanite, we, we have not fixed those things. We've played games with it, and we've said things to make the public think we're holding these high standards, and we're really not. I promise you we're really not. Okay, I mean, I, I, I'm nice and depressed now. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. We'll just stop by to Zeke. Now, I'll be to counsel him. Yeah, so <laughs> Urbanite. Uh-huh. Let's talk about your childhood. <laughs> <laughs> were you a Montessori kid or were you an Olympic kid? I was a Lasky kid, military brat. Right. Uh, okay. I had okay. a little of that there, in my background, too. There's your problem. <laughs> Here's your I, Yeah, I raised myself, basically. <clears throat> yes, yeah, rough. Hey, Urbanite, let me ask you this. Yeah. If, yeah. I always hear uh -huh. about military kids and, and they move around and all that kind of stuff. I mean... Do, 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 you, do you go to school on the bases in different places, or do you go to school at the local no. public school? It just depends what, if you're in a foreign country or what? Right. Outside the United States, and in some places, like I think around here, I've never done the one in Montgomery because I was I came back and I was in junior high. But if I'm not mistaken, I think Maxwell has an elementary school and a junior high. Hmm. Really? How, how do they do on education? I would think... A military school education would be, like, on base would be pretty good. Well, your teachers are required to have master's degrees. And the one thing I always do, because I almost did it, is that the teachers are paid at the highest national average. So whatever the oh, highest... really? So they're getting paid California rates. Exactly, exactly. And so, I mean, it's a good gig you can get, it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I, yeah, I would, would think be. military kids, military kids are normally low maintenance. If you think about it, they're they're eager to learn. They're they're not kids that are not exposed to stuff, so they're easy to teach. That's a good point. And then you can always call your daddy's commander to make you act right. 
Because daddy's commander. Daddy has to come in. They don't have any problem calling dad over to uh, handle a discipline issue, do they? Uh, Yeah, but yeah, remember in the military that gets the guy in trouble. That gets the GI in trouble when he does have to handle a domestic situation. Mm. And depending on the depending on the branch of the service, because I love Marines. Marines will tell you we didn't issue you a family. Uh, You know, and the. uh, Air Force will work with you, and so will the Army, but it's a it's a totally, that's a whole other conversation is how each service treats their people as far as how they're expected to handle their domestic stuff. Wow. Because your family's not mission essential. We must remember that. Wow. wow. You know, so if you, I was in the you, Marines, I'd be like, so you say, you're saying that, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> it was going to be a transgender hey. surgery thing. One of my my biggest headaches that I was in was the airman who decided to get married at like 18 after he left the house. And, you know, he and his wife are two children who weren't balanced or mature. And most of your domestic stuff always came with those those younger couples. Really? And very little trouble out of the older drunks. I mean, the older (laughs) experience. Wow. (laughs) Urbanite, thanks, buddy. Anyway, have a good one. Hey, Thank take you. care. Talk to you soon. Let's go to Eric the Duck, who better not be at, at the, the Blue, Blue Iguana, Iguana this morning. Did I miss the Blue Iguana visit again? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, okay. No, I don't think I so. I thought maybe he was there this Eric, week. Eric, welcome to the program. And I tell you, Happy New Year, you guys. Uh, Happy, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. He to say Sash Network. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, I, I tell you, that, that fellow there, I like Urbanite. I like the, I like his responses, but damn, I'd hate to have to jog alongside of him. He's long winded. My goodness, <laughs> run off. You know, everybody's gonna come in and help host the show with me one day because because uh, we could talk for a long time. Man, we got we got uh I don't know what four is gonna bring, but I hope it brings everybody prosperity. I hope that earn it. Put it that way. I, I just I'm all in favor, and uh, I, I I thought about. I've been thinking about y'all, man. I've been in went to Charlotte right uh-huh. after, and we went from well, actually, we went we were in Raleigh. We had to go to Charlotte Airport to pick up some material that come in the airport, and I seen a little resistance from pro Palestine. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah, right. Oh, Right off 85, when you get off 85 to go into Charlotte on uh, 120. Uh-huh. Anyway, there was a few people. Nothing ain't been to the big cities yet. Well, I did Seattle a couple of weeks, about a month ago. Uh, did you get in made, a fight, Eric the Duck? Ma'am? Did you get in a fight? Not yet. Not uh, yet. Darn it. Well, I'm, I'm, back. I'm going back here on about three or four more month that uh, I'm going to pick up. Hey, we got to take a break, brother. Computer's coming up. Skynet's making us. You're welcome to hold over. This is Alabama Unfiltered Radio. We'll be back. Thank you so much uh, for joining us on this episode of Alabama Unfiltered.